Today's Stripe Show podcast is brought to you by Hack Motion. And we're back, Stripe Show podcast on a Wednesday. I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for making us part of your day. Hope you're having a good week. I probably sound a little bit different today. I am not in the studio. I am hunkered down in my house here in Ponte Vedra, Florida, as this hurricane makes its way across the state. West of us right now, on land, hit about as a Category 3. I think it's down to a 2 now. And I think we're going to be pretty fortunate on this one. Certainly more fortunate than those on the Gulf Coast. Storm surge looked pretty high uh, when it came on. And I know certainly some damaging winds. Anytime you start getting into the Category 3, you're going to be in for it. So we are on the right side of the quadrant. It does continue to move west. Oftentimes, the right side of the quadrant of a hurricane is where it spins off the most tornadoes. We did have, it sounds like, a little water spout on the Atlantic Ocean just north of Jacksonville. So I hope everyone is uh, hunkered down here in Florida and Georgia and uh, let this thing blow through. So wanted to do a podcast today. So I'm in the house. I've got my notebook out. I've got my computer fired up. I've got my assistant here, my mini golden doodle Maggie. You might hear a bark or two here today. She's ready to go. We've been discussing basically what we heard yesterday from Zach Johnson, the captain of the United States Ryder Cup team, and his picks. And yesterday, Key Stewart and I had a, a good discussion on some of the picks. I think some of the picks and, and how they came about those picks, some of the key probably decisions that they had to make. I think there was certainly a decision that had to be made on who they were going to pair with Scotty Scheffler. I think the final decision probably came down between Sam Burns and Keegan Bradley. I think Sam Burns probably got the nod because of his relationship with Scotty Scheffler. I think Sam Burns is a little more in that inner circle when it comes to the good old boys club. And so Keegan Bradley, I think certainly here on a Wednesday, as we reflect back, is the one that I feel uh, the the most bad for. I mean, Keegan Bradley has had a great season. Keegan Bradley checks every single box except one. And and I'm going to share with you basically what I think are the boxes, you know, what are the things that Zach Johnson and his team, the task force probably had many discussions on. I'm sure they whiteboarded it. I would have to think at least two or three times. And so I'm going to share with you what I think some of that criteria was that those guys uh, went through, but that was a big decision. I think when you, when you look at the criteria that Justin Thomas made this team on, I think it's an interesting question and one to consider in why that same criteria wasn't applied to Dustin Johnson. And so when you start having all of these discussions of why Burns was picked over Bradley, 
why Thomas was picked and not DJ, well, you start to put together uh, what this criteria is. So here is my criteria. And I went through each player that was picked and each player that wasn't and circled whether or not that factored in on why they got picked. And so the first I put is Ryder Cup experience. You know, some of these guys have experience in the Ryder Cup. Jordan Spieth, the most, he's eight, seven, and three. Ricky Fowler, three, seven, and five. Keegan Bradley, four, three, and one. So that was bucket number one. Bucket number two, points. These guys accumulated points for the Ryder Cup, the top six, uh, made the team. And then on down from there. So who, let's say, would have qualified on points from 7 to 12? Now, I know that's not an automatic. There's six captain picks. But I think the points certainly play into this. I mean, someone who is 25th on points is not being considered for the Ryder Cup. The third wins this year. How many wins did they have? Was that important? Keegan Bradley had two wins. Lucas Glover had two wins. How about recent play? That was another one I wanted to look at. How were these guys playing down the stretch? Was that important? Course fit. Marco Simone. I actually played Marco Simone uh, on the about golf simulator. Not every hole, but, but a lot of the holes. And the one thing that you start to realize about this golf course, one, there's a ton of slope you can see. Lots of ups and downs, going to be interesting on some of the elevation change and how guys manage that. The second is you can see on some holes where if you're long enough, you can bite it off. There are some blind shots, and if you want to try to cut the dog leg, you can, but if you don't, you I get the feeling that the rough is going to be heinous. And so total driving, I think, is a big one, an accumulation of power and accuracy. The second, strokes and approach. We know approach is the most important statistic. It's going to be very important for the Ryder Cup. The third, putting. You know, we need some putters. And I think that factors in with someone like Scotty Scheffler, who right now can't putt. So who are you going to put with him? Well, you better put someone who can putt. And Sam Burns can putt. And he checks other boxes. The last two... Buddies, locker room, good old boys club, right? Like that's, that's part of this year. Do you check the box? Are you part of that inner circle? Let's call it the good old boys club. And the final one, politics. That weighs into this, folks. PGA Tour, PGA of America, live golf, politics is part of it. So the criteria, Ryder Cup experience, points, Wins this year, recent play, course fit, good old boys club, and politics. Let's get to it and go through each player and see what boxes they check. Attention golfers, if you're looking to upgrade your game with a set of high-quality clubs that are blazing fast, beyond forgiving, and beautifully made, check out the all-new PXG Gen 6 Golf Clubs, not only are they easy to hit, they deliver outstanding distance and incredible accuracy, lowering your scores and bringing you more fun on the golf course. 
What more could you want? Schedule your Gen 6 fitting today at pxg.com or by calling 844-PLAY-PXG. So before we get to the names that made it, the six guys, Brooks Kepka, Jordan Spieth, Colin Morikawa, Sam Burns, Ricky Fowler, Justin Thomas, and how they fared with each one of these, the guys that didn't make it, Cam Young, Keegan Bradley, Lucas Glover, and Dustin Johnson. I think those are the four of note. Danny McCarthy was up there, but I don't think he should make the team. Bryson DeChambeau, some are saying, should be a part of this. I don't think he should make the team. Um, and I guess you could even say Taylor Gooch, who won three times on Live Golf. Was a guy that was... Uh, part of the tour championship before he left for live golf. But I don't think he should be a part of the team. I don't think those three, um, I kind of left them off here. All right, so we've got the six that made it. We've got the four that I think were realistic guys that could make the team. And before we get to that, I, I just a few comments on Zach Johnson yesterday. Uh, Zach, tough spot. You know, anytime you're a captain of the Ryder Cup in golf. That is a, an extremely, extremely uh, tough position. Uh, you can see some guys, as my dog just closed my computer. Maggie, come on. You can see some guys, um, I think, are, are certainly more suited for this than others. You know, you look at Paul Azinger, you look at Ben Crenshaw. I mean, those are guys, to me, that stepped into this role and they look comfortable they looked in control. Uh, they looked like the team wanted to follow them, wanted to be a part of that. I think Steve Stricker had a little bit of that too. I look at Zach Johnson yesterday. Um, you know, Zach looks a little uncomfortable to me in this position. Um, Zach looks like he is an extension of more of the task force and maybe more of the inner circle than he is perhaps of himself as the captain going up there and saying, look, this is who we are. This is how we're going to do it. Zach, to me, feels more like one of the guys than he does actually the captain himself. Zach Johnson's a great guy. Zach Johnson was a wonderful player. Zach Johnson outworked, brought his lunch pail to work. I have all the respect in the world for Zach Johnson, all the respect in the world. Longtime coach Mike Bender, who I've learned a ton from, great guy. Great guys both on and off the golf course. Now, as a captain, you know, these guys are players. Players first. And then they have to get in front of a team and a microphone and lead. And I don't know if Zach Johnson um, is the most comfortable, let's put it, in that situation. So he looks like an extension of... The task force. He looks like an extension and a face and one of the guys from the inner circle, the locker room. And so I take that into consideration. And as I walk away from it, I'm not surprised the way that it was delivered. Uh, it was delivered in a way that, look, we're taking a lot of things into consideration here. There's a lot of things that go into these decisions. But there was really nothing definitive as far as yeah, this is how we're looking at the course. This is how we're 
weighing out recent play. These are the things that are important to us. Ryder Cup experience. Articulate, use examples, some things that kind of validate where you're going with your picks. In fact, there was none of that, really. The only thing that we kind of walk away with that I did is that the most important thing here really is that camaraderie in the locker room and whether or not you fit within that inner circle, making the locker room whole, as he put it. And so that's what I walk away with, is that was probably the most important thing. This feels like we're trying to put together the guys that get along the best, not necessarily the best players, the best United States players available, but the group that's going to get along the best, that fit in the circle. And if you don't fit in that circle, even though you check every other box, Keegan Bradley, you're not going to be picked. And so whether you agree with that or not is is up to you. And maybe this is what the team needs. Maybe this is the direction the team needs. Because for years, as I mentioned yesterday with Keith Stewart, I don't think the Ryder Cup was way up the list for a lot of players. Tiger, Phil. And we struggled. And it wasn't a tight bond group. It wasn't a band of brothers, as Luke Donald put it years ago. And so maybe we are now a band of brothers. And this is the formula to getting it. There is one criteria that's the most important that outweighs everything else. Maybe that's what we need as a United States team. So with that said, let's get to the criteria. Let's get to how the guys weighed out to that, starting with Brooks Kepka. Brooks Kepka will start there because he was seventh in points. His Ryder Cup experience, he was 6-5-1. and one. Six, five, and one. We know Brooks is not afraid of the moment. We know Brooks is a big-time player, five major championships. You look at wins this year, won the PGA, and he had one other win on the Live Live Tour. Now, how you weigh out Live wins versus PGA Tour, I'm not sure I'm capable of that. I don't think Live is the PGA Tour, but I also don't think Live is you know, not anything. I mean, Liv is something. They have high-quality players over there. So winning a Liv event means something. Obviously, winning the PGA is huge. You look at recent play. You know, recent play, Brooks probably doesn't check that box. He was T for 64th at the Open. He was uh, 41st. And what was he? No, he was... Um, his last two live events were not great. I don't have, I can't even read my own writing, but his last two live events were not ideal. And so he hasn't been playing great. He's not in great recent form, but he's not in front of us all the time and playing. So it is kind of difficult to weigh that out. I, I do, and I, I am sensitive to that when Zach Johnson's saying, look, it's hard to kind of weigh that. They're not playing as much. They're not right in front of us all the time. They're not on the PGA Tour. So it is difficult. But I don't think the reason play, really, I mean, I don't think Brooks checks that box. Now, course fit, yeah, I think Brooks kind of fits every course. <laughs> like when you, don't have, when you don't have weaknesses, you fit every course. You don't win five major championships um, not having total driving approach and putting. 
buddies. Does he does he fit in the locker room? I think he does. I don't think Brooks is going on spring break trips with Jordan, Ricky, um, and JT and Smiley Kaufman. I don't think he's going to Baker's Bay with them, but I think he's respected and he fits in the locker room. Politics. He probably doesn't really check that box unless he wins the PGA. And so he probably gets a small check there because he wins the PGA championship. But I do think it's worth noting. I do think it's worth noting that if Brooks did not win the PGA, would he be on this team? And I think the answer to that is no. So Brooks can probably check every box imaginable, but because or if he doesn't win the PGA, he's not on this team. Now think about that for a moment. But because he won the PGA, I believe from a political standpoint, he checks the box and he's on the team. And so the only thing you could say with Brooks is, well, his recent play hasn't been that great. But I think in Brooks Kepka's case, that being his only, let's say, non-check box, you put Brooks on the team, right? You put Brooks on the team. Let's go to Jordan Spieth. Jordan Spieth. His Ryder Cup experience, 8-7-3. Pretty darn good. He was eighth in points. He's got no wins this year. His last win was the Charles Schwab um, last year. And you look at Jordan Spieth's recent play, and it really hasn't been that great. I mean, he did make it to the finals of the Tour Championships. You have to give him that. He was 27th, 34th at the BMW. He was 6th at the FedEx St. Jude. You look at Jordan, and you look at the way that he's playing as of late. Not playing great. He didn't play good at the Tour Championship. Hit the ball terrible. Lost 2.2 off the tee. Lost 3.9 approach. Lost in putting. Pretty much lost in every category the last two weeks in the playoffs, except for around the green. Now, you go back to... Uh, he was fourth at the Masters, right? 29th at the PGA. His last win was the RBC Heritage, excuse me, back in April of 2022. So I don't know if Jordan Spieth is exactly like in perfect form right now. And of course, all that can change, of course, as you get towards uh, the Ryder Cup, which is, you know, less than a month away. But is Jordan Spieth, of course, fit based off his stats this year? Total driving, 112th. Approach, 66th. Putting, 80th. I don't know. I mean, I think there's probably a lot better stats than that um, when it comes to uh, course fit from a statistical standpoint. So, look, his recent play, not great. Course fit from a statistical standpoint. I'm not sure you could check that box. Does he fit in the locker room? Buddies, yes, check. Politics, yes, check. I think he's on the he's on the Ryder Cup board for crying out loud. I think um, that they have some kind of policy board or something. I don't know. Maybe it's not policy board, but there's some kind of uh, small group that, that Jordan Spieth and Justin Thomas, Zach Johnson, and, and others are on. So, of course, he checks that box. And so he hasn't won this year. His, his recent play, yes, he did make the Tour Championship. And his stats are not overwhelming. I mean, there's, there's certainly room um, for a lot of improvement when it comes to a course fit standpoint. 
but it is Jordan Spieth. He's won major championships, and he has a pretty darn good Ryder Cup experience, and he finished eighth in points. So to me, I think the Spieth pick is validated as well as you, as you go across this, even though there's two or three segments that were not checked. Let's go to Colin Morikawa. Uh, Morikawa's 3-0-1. He was 10th in points with the Ryder Cup leading in. He hasn't had a win this year. His recent play, I do think Morikawa is trending uh, pretty nicely. And Morikawa, sixth at the Tour Championship. Morikawa's last win, you got to go back to 2021. How about that, the Open Championship? And that's where he put together that uh, amazing run of golf. He won WGC Mexico. Um, He was 7th at RBC, 8th at the PGA, 2nd at Memorial, 4th at the U.S. Open, 1st at the... I mean, he just went on a tear. But he hasn't had a win since 2021. How about that? 25th at the... Or 13th at the FedEx, 25th at the BMW, 6th at the Tour Championship. Pretty solid playoff run. Pretty solid playoff run. His driver's been fantastic. His iron game, check. Short game, okay. I think I think steadily improving. Putting, always a question mark. Right? Always the question mark with Morikawa. So you look at his course fit, total driving, 32nd, approach, second, putting, 11th. Does he fit in the locker room? Is he part of the crew, the buddies? Check. Politics, check. So there's a lot of boxes there that Morikawa checks. I mean, you can you can certainly understand Colin Morikawa being on this team. I mean, he is a world-class player, uh, major champion, hasn't won in a while. The putting is a, you know, you're never fully comfortable with the putter in his hand, but the rest of it, yeah, Morikawa deserves to be on the team. HackMotion is an innovative wrist analysis sensor and app that measures players' wrist and hand movement in the golf swing. With audio feedback and different drill modes, it offers the capability to improve players' wrist mechanics in the golf swing to provide a better club face control and impact position. HackMotion can be used for both full swing and putting to cover all golf shots. HackMotion is used by some of the top golf coaches today around the world. Visit Hackmotion.com. Sam Burns. Rookie, he's a rookie this year at Ryder Cup. 12th in points. Um, had one win this year. You look at his recent play, and he was ninth at the Tour Championship. Sam Burns, pulling up Sam Burns right now on the computer. And you know I'm a Sam Burns homer. You know I love Sam Burns. Ninth at the Tour Championship. Played solid. Fifteenth at the BMW. Uh, Sam Burns had his win at the match play earlier this year. He played extremely well. I think when you look at Sam Burns, you look at course fit, uh, total driving 36, approach 124th. Not ideal. Putting 11th. Sam Burns, probably one of the most underrated putters in professional golf. 
Does he check the box as part of the buddies? Yep, I think he does. He's tight with Scotty Scheffler. I think that weighed big time into this selection. And yes, politics, he plays in the PGA Tour. And so Sam Burns, right there at 12, that's an interesting one, right? Because he does check a lot of boxes. I do get a little concerned with Burns with his swing at times. Burns does feel like he can, you know, he can really get it dialed in. And then at times he can, you know, he can lose it. And, and I was surprised really in total driving at 36, to be honest, and, and even the approach at 124. Because when I, when I think of Burns, I, I feel like when he loses it, it's kind of more through his driver. But his putter speaks for itself. He is a great putter. Now, Burns was uh, matched up with Scotty Scheffler uh, back at the President's Cup. They did not do well, but they are tight. Who do you put with Scotty Scheffler? We need someone that can putt. Sam Burns checks that box. So even though Reese, uh, even though perhaps there is a little concern for me, that ball striking a little bit. Does the putter outweigh it? His relationship with Scheffler's huge. Recent form, yeah, I think he checks that box. The only thing he doesn't check, he doesn't have any experience at the Ryder Cup. And so there's there's a lot there for Burns, right? I mean, there's a lot there that you can get excited about. Let's go to Ricky Fowler. Ricky Fowler, three seven and five, Oof. three seven and five, at the Ryder Cup. He was thirteenth in points. Remember, he wasn't in the top twelve. He was thirteenth. Had to one win one win this year. One of the great stories, really, of twenty twenty three has been the uh, emergence of Ricky Fowler. He has back. He has come back all the way from his swing changes. It's great, Ricky Fowler. In professional golf, uh, succeeding is great for the game. Ricky Fowler is a star in professional golf and has been for many, many years. And to see him get that win at Rocket Mortgage um, was fantastic. You look at his recent play through the playoffs, 58th at FedEx, 25th at BMW, 16th at the Tour Championship. Okay. Not ideal. Nothing really stands out. Didn't hit it great. I think the biggest thing that probably is a concern through the playoffs is his putter. His putter was bad. Lost three. The Tour Championship. Lost 1.2 at the BMW. Lost 1.3. So we got to get that turned around, Ricky. Over the years, or over the, the, the year, his, his course fit, total driving, 26. That's a big number. Approach, ninth. That's a big number. Putting, 45th. You know he checks the buddies. He is the guy inside the locker room. And politics, you know, Ricky checks that box. So he checks a lot of boxes here. In fact, I think the probably the only one that he doesn't check is that he was 13th, just outside the top 12. But this has been a big year, and it's been a solid year. And Ricky, when you look at it statistically, really hasn't had any weaknesses. I mean, his full game is back. So that's great to see. So you can really see where Ricky Fowler, I think, probably even leapfrog Burns as far as a pick um, and was certainly a part of this team. Now, let's go to Justin Thomas. Justin Thomas, 6-2-1 in the Ryder Cup. He was 15th in points. Justin Thomas didn't have any wins this year. Uh, his recent play, we haven't seen him because he didn't make the playoffs. Course fit, 
Total driving this year, 66. Approach, 44. Putting, 144th. Does he check the buddies box? Yes, he does. Does he check the politics box? Yes, he does. So when you look at this, the three boxes that JT checks, A, he's got experience, 6, 2, and 1. He checks the bodies box, and he checks the politics box. But the rest of it, you can't say he checks anything. So JT has been, you know, open for criticism, right? This pick. And I think this pick probably over any other pick is the reason why the buddies, the locker room, the good old boys club is the number one criteria to making this team. And a close second to that is politics. A close second to that, a number of boxes checked, is the political side. Because when you look at Dustin Johnson, and we go down to Dustin Johnson now, and we apply the boxes and the criteria. Well, DJ's 6-5-0. He doesn't have any points because he, well, he has points, but it's it's way down because he played on live. His majors uh, wins this year, he had one uh, on live, but... His major performance, T48, T55, T10, and cut, um, didn't help his campaign. Does, is DJ a course fit at Marco Simone? Absolutely he is. Does he fit in the buddies trip? Is he, is he part of the locker room? He is. There's no doubt about it. But does he check the politics box? He doesn't. And I think for that reason, in the same criteria applied to Justin Thomas... Um, even though Dustin checks more boxes, he doesn't check the political box. And so it's not the same thing between Justin Thomas and Dustin Johnson. Let's go to Cam Young now. Cam Young has no rookie, no rookie, or rookie, no Ryder Cup experience. He was ninth in points. Didn't have any wins this year. In fact, he hasn't won on the PGA Tour, which I think works against him better as of late. Um, you know, Cam, Cam Young struggled at the first part of the season. And, and, and I'm not sure why. I wonder a little bit if, you know, the decision whether to go to live or not kind of affected Cameron Young. Uh, but he didn't play Cameron Young golf earlier in the season. As of late, I, I think you're starting to see some signs. I mean, he was had a couple top tens there, John Deere in the Open, eighth at the Open Championship. He did miss the cut at the 3M Open, got into the playoffs, 31st at the FedEx, 15th at the BMW. Didn't hit the ball good at the BMW um, with his irons, but he putted great. When you look at course fit, Cam Young definitely checks the box from a driver standpoint. He is an outstanding driver, 20th in total driving. He's 68th uh, in approach and 145th in putting. His putter has been a problem, even though he putted great at the BMW Championship. Does he fit in the locker room? I'm not sure. You know, I'm really not sure. Uh, it, it, he doesn't strike me as he would, so I, put, I, I didn't check that box, but he certainly does the political side. Cameron Young, even though he was ninth, I understand based off when I look at does he check boxes, he doesn't check enough. You know, he, he just 
doesn't check enough uh, when it comes to even a Sam Burns and a Ricky Fowler. So I get that. I, I really do. I get that one. Lucas Glover, no Ryder Cup experience. He was 15th in points. He had two wins this year. His recent play, well, <laughs> he's probably one of the hottest players in professional golf. I'm sure he could use a little break right now, but he's played great. Course fit, total driving, 36. Approach, 12th. His putting is 156, but it's skewed because Lucas Glover made the change to that long putter um, a little later, a little later on. And so that 156 throughout the year is much improved when you look as of late. I mean, it's just, it's just not even the same person. Even though his putting wasn't as good the last two weeks. You know, he lost one and a half at the BMW in the Tour Championship. But the FedEx win was huge. The Wyndham win was huge. He putted great. Lucas Glover is a much better putter. A much better putter now. But do you trust that under the gun with no experience at the Ryder Cup? Does Lucas Glover fit in the locker room? Is he part of the, the, the good old boys? I'm not sure. Zach Johnson has some nice things to say about him, but I don't know if Lucas Glover, with his age, is part of that, that, that Baker's Bay crew. So I didn't check it. Politics, yes. But Lucas Glover checks a lot of boxes. He does. There's no question about it. Lucas Glover, for me, is the toughest one to wrap my mind around. He is. That's the toughest one of this group that I would have. I would have to really think long and hard about Lucas Glover taking a spot. But I wouldn't have to think that hard about this next one, Keegan Bradley. Keegan Bradley's 4-3-1 at the Ryder Cup. 11th in points. Keegan Bradley's had two wins. His recent play has been fantastic. Ninth of the Tour Championship. Is he a course fit? Total driving, 41st. Approach, 43rd. Putting, 21st. Politics check. Buddies. Inner circle. Doesn't check it. So Keegan Bradley checks every single box except one. And he's not on the team. And so you add all this up. You add all this up and, and who made the team and who didn't. And you go to the order of importance. And for me, when it weighs all out, here is what carries the most weight. First and foremost, most boxes checked for guys that made it. Good old boys, buddies, locker room. Do you fit in the locker room? That's the number one criteria. I'm not saying it's wrong or right. I'm just saying based off my experiment here, that has the most clout. Number two, politics. Got to check that box. The only one that you could that you could kind of push back against on that is, well, Brooks is on live. Fair. Brooks won the PGA. Checks a lot of other boxes. PGA champ, ran by the PGA, the Ryder Cup. They had to put him on. They had to put him on. If Brooks doesn't win the PGA, I wholeheartedly believe, even if he won the U.S. Open, I wholeheartedly believe 
that he's not on this team. In fact, he might have been replaced with Smiley Kaufman because you know he checks the buddy's box. All right, number three, Ryder Cup experience. That checks a lot of boxes. The only one that was picked that has no experience is Sam Burns. He'll be a rookie. Everybody's got to be a rookie at some point. Sam Burks checks a lot of boxes, and he made it through. Ryder Cup experience was three. Number four, uh, points. So we had, uh, let's see, we had four guys that were in the top 12 and two outside, Fowler and Thomas. They were 13 and 15, respectively. So points was four. I think course fit based off statistics, is right there with it. I think you could kind of say points, course fit is uh, is four and five. And then I think you can say as far as six and seven, I think wins this year and recent play are six and seven at the bottom. And so I add all this up and I come to the conclusion that if recent play wins this year, Course fit and points are at the bottom of the criteria as far as what's valued here. I'm only led to believe that this team was set in stone a month or two ago. I believe that. I believe that Zach Johnson and this task force team, whoever, in the inner circle, conversations with guys that have made the team, that... uh, I think this team was set in stone. I mean, what more does Keegan Bradley have to do? All right, Keegan Bradley has to win the tour championship. Does that put him in at three wins, even though he doesn't check that buddy's box? Lucas Glover has to win the tour championship, even though he doesn't fit that buddy's box. Cam Young. You know, so I I just think when you look at how the playoffs played out, the staggered start at the end at, in Atlanta, I think this team was set in stone 99.9% over a month ago. All right, there you have it. Like it or not, this team, and where you look at where things are going, the most important team, the most important thing is do you fit in that locker room? Are you part of that inner circle, the buddies? Does it line up politically? It's one and one A, according to my calculation. All right, enough of that. Ryder Cup is picked. I'm excited. Go USA. Let's finally win one overseas. It's been 30 years. This team should be the favorite. I do think you could mix and match one or two guys, and this team would still be the favorite. Let's go over there and get the win. I'm going to be doing some cool stuff, Marco Simone, on my simulator, uh, playing it, showing the golf course on all of my platforms. Check it out. Thank you for being here. Stripe Show Podcast. We might be back tomorrow with a special guest as well. Stay safe, everyone.